hot kid. I'm a hot kid. I'm, I'm, I'm a hot, if there's a hot key available, I want to know it. Mm-hmm. I'm a hot key maven, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can't live without my hot keys. Um, when I work, I do a lot of like CAD design program work. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely people I work with that are like click heads. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what's this pull down menu? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's this tool icon? I've never seen it before. I've just, I just hit the hotkey. Mm-hmm. And especially AutoCAD is like, it's all hotkey, basically. It's not hotkey, but it's a command based program. It's not like, it's not very clicky. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, you've internalized the um, the functions. So you do half of the computing first so that you can uh, interface more directly with the machine. Yeah, that's right. Highly evolved. Um, hey, I have two questions for you. Sure. Um, well, number one, I have three questions for you. One is this, No One Likes to Tune a Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. You betcha. Okay. My name is Nick Nocera, and your name is? Carol Wong. Okay. I, that was my second question, but it was, I'm rolling those two into one ball of a question. Mm-hmm. Second question. Are we going to have to see this Black Adam movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I, I mean, don't want to pay money for it. Right. Is it supposed to be good? Do we know? No idea. Yeah. Yeah. No I'll watch idea. it eventually. I might throw it on the in-betweener and see what people <laughs> say if they make us go to the movie theater and watch it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It has The Rock in it, though. Right. Does it have anybody else? I mean, does that, is that enough to drive us there? <laughs> Not me. Let the people decide. Yeah, let the people decide. Just trying to find out if like he's if anybody else connected to the franchise is is uh is in it. I don't think so. No. Pierce Brosnan is in it though. Hey. He'd be good in the Fast and Furious. Get Pierce in there. Have him drive an Aston around or BMW. Papa Shaw. Oh, Papa Shaw. <laughs> oh, good. That would be good. <laughs> that would be good. That would be pretty good. Yeah, drive, whipping around in an Aston. Uh-huh. That would be good. Pop open the glove compartment, pull out a champagne bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you watch those Brosnan Bond movies when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. like prime time for yeah. me watching Bond. Yeah, I watched them too. Um, I did try to watch Goldeneye, I think, at some point mm-hmm. in my adulthood. Almost unwatchable. Really? <laughs> I, I was like, this ain't it, kid. Like, <laughs> this, this is this is bad. Even, uh, you know, even fist fighting on the big satellite dish. You got a bo- pen to clicker, Boris. That doesn't hold up. I didn't find the campiness. It's they, They're extremely campy. Uh-huh. But I didn't find them charming in the way that i find like the more the roger moore bonds i find pretty charming and campy um i don't know why 
but like it doesn't work for the the Brosnan bonds don't really work for me, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm sure I'm gonna get hate for that. That was I mean yeah. The Golden Eye probably was supposed to be Pierce Brosnan's best one. Like between that or what? There's Die Another Day. Yeah. Um, no, it goes Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. Die Another Day? There's one more. Right? Mm. He didn't just do... Th- I think he did four. Oh, boy. Yeah. Goldeneye, 95. Tomorrow Never Dies, 97. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. Uh, 99, and then Die Another Day, 2002. Right. And then 05 is Casino Royale. Mm. Daniel mm-hmm. Craig. Yeah. So, you know, they don't, none of them, I figured, I didn't watch any of the other ones, but I figured, like, people are always, like, I remember Goldeneye is, like, the best one that people said. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Maybe we, maybe maybe I should watch it again. I mean, that was at this point seven or eight years ago that I tried to watch it. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um. All right, that was my second question. <laughs> What's my third question? Do you watch you watching this Andor business? I have not been keeping up. I watched. Yeah, I had some complaints about it mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, and I have not continued to watch. I'm fully in. Mm-hmm. Fully. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know if it's, I think it's good. I don't know if it's like good, good, or if it's just refreshing to see Star Wars in a way that's not like a fucking, like awful, awful, awful TV show that's set in the same goddamn sand planet they've been going to for the same 40, for 40 years. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So I'm just liking it. Basically. And I struggled on the first three episodes. First three episodes, I was like, boring. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then it started kicking for me, kind of. Started kicking for me. So. Um, is there something? It's a just, lot to get there, though. Yeah. Yeah. In your opinion, is there something that's happening in, in Andor that is unlike anything else that's been done before, either in the Star Wars franchise or outside of it? Is there well, a quality there that... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one, it looks good, which I know is like a common refrain, um, but it matters. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it was shot on a fucking LED screen with a couple, of, like, bags of sand on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge... That's huge, I feel like. The second thing is, I think Diego Luna is a really compelling actor and is giving a very compelling performance that, you know, it's, it, that's not to say that that hasn't happened in these other TV shows. I think overall the performances have been pretty good, but one, I can see his face, which mm-hmm. helps. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, 
<laughs> Sorry to all the like Mandalorian people out there, but like 45 minutes in that show, I was like, oh, he's never going to take his helmet off. Like, <laughs> I don't know. They said it enough times here where uh, not going to happen. Yeah. You just get to enjoy the shimmer of uh, mask. <laughs> it's like visor or whatever. You're like, <laughs> um, and then there was all these. Sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent here. <laughs> I'm going to open another tab, as some people might say. Um, like, Pablo Pascal, they're like, oh, he's in, he's, he's, you know, it's, you know, it's mostly him, like, except when he's doing stunt work. Like, he's there. He's on. I'm like, why, dog? Like, just record your dialogue from your bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Click, just email. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why, he's, why you're there. You know? Trying to um, live in the moment. I guess so. Um, no, I mean, I, whatever. So, okay, that's good. Um, the other thing I'm really liking is, well, two more things. One, it's, like, gross. A lot of it is, like, gross and wet and, like, nasty. And mm-hmm. Star Wars, to me, has always been best in the gutter. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just it is. Like, bleh. Like with gross little creatures and like slimy steam, you know, steam vents. And I love that shit. Yeah. Um, and then for, it's like the other side of that, like the non-gutter side of the show is actually like interesting. Not the senator business, because I'm not that into that whole stuff. But there's there's this like the bureaucracy of the imperial mechanism, you know, like all the machinations of, and like, like annoying rules, bureaucracy of the, the empire or whatever it is. Like, that's kind of like interesting. That has never really been looked at before. I feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, of like, Oh yeah. It was like a huge governmental system that somebody had to run. And it's like all these sort of middle management people and, um, you know, rent a cops and all that, you know, it's like that shit. I think it's great. I think like that stuff's kind of fun. So mm-hmm. yeah, it took me a it while, gives, but I'm, I'm in on that show. Mm-hmm. It gives a, um, instead of just being unlikable as an Imperial monolith, mm-hmm. it gives a uh, greater detail as to why it sucks on the inside as well for yeah. everybody that works there. Totally. I kind of like that. I mean, I don't know if it's going to hold me. Like, I may turn around next week and, and you know, tell you it's no good. But I'm liking it right now. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're here to talk about, Daryl. What we're here to talk about is Fast Ampersand Furious. The fourth mm-hmm. movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, which both you and I watched this week. How was your watch through? I had a very good watch through. Ooh. Okay. So here's the deal. Watching this series in reverse is the best way to do it. Whoa. Because as you approach the source material, you get closer and closer to the characters as they are modeled off like their of their pure form. Yeah. Exactly. The raw so, form. I think there are a few things that stood out this week. Um, I just want you to know, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, we were exactly talking about how watching it backwards was the worst way to do it, 
because <laughs> look, that's how this pod works. Mm-hmm. We just we have to go on forever, and thus we will forever go on contradicting ourselves into oblivion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I spoke last week about how five is the departure, and it's where people get bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, to a point where it's no longer relatable. And as we take one step toward the source material from five to four, I think it's even more obvious that um, that the characters are there for a reason. They have mm-hmm. incentive. And when I think about stuff like, uh, in this movie, Dom is still afraid of going to jail. That's yeah. very real to him. And... Um, it drives his character. He's in the uh, club scene with Campos and Brian in there, and the way that he talks about, you know, running away when I see the when I see the uh, red and blue behind me, that adds a lot to that scene. Where in the later movies, he's not grounded as much anymore. In fact, right. by the time we get to five, he's not afraid of jail anymore. He's not afraid of anything really. So. It's not as enjoyable to watch. No, totally. Like, the the fear, I, I've said it for a long time, in having your characters be afraid of something is, mm-hmm. is, a compelling, uh, is a compelling incentive for them. Right. And uh, fun to watch on screen. Yeah. yeah. And I think in this movie as well, in terms of uh, realism and real stakes, the conflict between Dom and Brian, when Dom finds out that Brian was the one that sent Letty into... Braga's camp. Real yeah, conflict I mean, between well, the two. Well, like contrast that to the next movie where he fights mm-hmm. the rock, right? Where it's like just the non-super, there's like the humanness of it all, mm-hmm. right? The non-superpower of it all where it's, yeah, you get like Dom is strong and kind of like has this simmering anger in him all the time and is scared and um but you never get a sense he can like lift a car up with his bare hands right mm-hmm. like he's not the hulk right in these in this movie and that is really like that really carries it for me that like mm-hmm. really at least speak to a character that's a human being um and like a manifestation of somebody who's gone through a lot and is still afraid of going through it again. And, and, and an incredible thing, my big note about this movie, an incredible thing is like they fucking throw him in jail at the end. Mm-hmm. You know? Which is like the, everything that he's been running away from, everything that our character has been trying to get, like, um, you know, the sort of impetus point for, you know, his, the, the journey that he goes on in this movie, which is, I don't want to go back to prison. I don't want any of my friends to go to prison or anything bad to happen to them. It hap- they The movie is bold enough to be like, yep, too bad. Go to mm-hmm. prison. Mm-hmm. And I know it undercuts it right away, but it's at least like, it's at least like trying to subvert our expectations in that way, right? Mm-hmm. It's at least trying to sort of like not give us the happy ending that we all wanted for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think one other thing that I really liked about this movie, we talk about, or Dom talks about 
the streets and being mm. street smart. And in the past, it hasn't really occurred to me, but I think the Braga reveal scene with the double, it it progresses kind of funny where like the first couple times you watch it, they're talking about the tie and they're putting, you know, they're trying to upset the pace of the thing. Yeah. But the more I watch it, the more I enjoy the nonlinear um, sort of display here of how both Dom and Brian are there interacting in the situation and um, without, yeah, and they're poking holes in it and they're using their intuition in order to figure stuff out because they have to. I think, yeah, I mean, I do think that's maybe the weakest scene in the movie. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? I think I, I thought it was the weakest before. For some reason, when I'm watching it this time, I don't know. I liked that. You were into it. Yeah. You like that there's this dissonance between, Dom sort of slowly, things sort of slowly dawning on Dom. Mm -hmm. Tough sentence to say. (laughs) Um, And the the bureaucracy of the FBI, Mm -hmm. you know, where there's this always this sort of layer between the FBI and the sort of boots on the ground, what's actually happening in reality. And we see that reflected all the way up to that point between Brian and his tension with his boss is saying, like, look, I'm in the fucking streets, people. Okay, you're mm-hmm. sitting here eating donuts on cheat day. I'm get in these cars chasing down David Park, right? <laughs> I know what the fuck's going on. I know that this shit is coming in. And I'm on the trail to figure out if you'll give me the sort of leash to do it. So we've established that the FBI has this sort of these blinders on that don't allow them to see the full picture. And so when we get to that scene, it's the ultimate sort of payoff of that where the FBI is so obfuscated and, and, you know, are only sort of looking through these narrow lenses that Dom and Brian, who are both in the streets on the ground, Mm -hmm. They don't have that, you know, they don't have those, that tint to the sort of their view of what's going on. So they've, they at least get to see the full picture. And the full picture is not wearing shirts like that in El Barrio. Let me, tell, <laughs> <laughs> let, me tell, let me fucking tell you something. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, no, I mean, that. That works. I mean, I don't know. The Wii's, this movie's pretty good. I mean, my watch through was also, it was fine. I don't think mm-hmm. this movie like pumped it up for me this week, but it was fine. It didn't like, it didn't drive me crazy. And um, yeah, I mean, the club scene is not great. Any, uh, I'm trying to figure out like what the scene, the scenes that I think it's like an editing issue mm-hmm. where. There's some frantic editing in this in this movie, but there's points at which it really works. Like I think it works the in the in the test race, you know, the GPS race. Mm-hmm. I think like that 
it's cut very hectically and like a lot of stuff going on, but you at least it does it in a way that emphasizes it does it in a way that emphasizes the action, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. we still can understand what's happening, but it's frantic. And when they sort of apply that same motivation to the club and the sort of the confrontation, the handoff, I just it just it's like it's all mm-hmm. right, guys. Just like stay put for a second. You know what I mean? Like yeah. let it breathe. We can look at these people for longer than two seconds. Like it's all right, you know. I think it also gets lost. Uh, I see what you're saying in terms of the quick cuts. I think that's one of the main reasons why it's so easy to get lost between uh, getting into the truck, arriving in Mexico, going through the tunnel, coming back. 100%. Very easy to get lost. It's very easy. And you and I have this like great disadvantage, as I call it, the great disadvantage of... We've seen this movie 25 times and mm-hmm. we know every beat and every minute of it. And so it would be interesting to have somebody on who had never seen this movie to see if they can sort of piece together the picture of what happened. Mm-hmm. I suspect they generally like understand what the deal was that like Campos was actually um, Braga and um, that's like the main thing you need to get. Right? Mm-hmm. Like why Brian had to do that first GPS race and what the deal was and like how he got into the, how everybody ended up where they ended up. I don't know. Like Phoenix bad, mm-hmm. Braga bad, Dom good, Brian good, FBI bureaucracy. <laughs> Those yeah. things come across, right? Yeah. I think the, I think both the Mia and the Letty stuff could be confusing mm. without the context because right of right if you don't movie. exactly yeah 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 i mean this movie recommends that you watch the other ones <laughs> mm-hmm. i would say right i i don't think going into this but i don't necessarily see that as a detriment i mean it's a detriment to the movie in terms of like attracting an audience, but I don't see it as a detriment to the movie in terms of like constructing its own in constructing its own narrative within the world. It's like, yeah, great. It's assuming you come having done your homework. That's okay mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have a ton else. My main thing was about the jail at the end of that. Of the mm-hmm. So, do you want to move on? Sure. Good, because I'm done talking about this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to sh- shout out to? Yeah. Yeah, you want to shout out? Let's shout out. Let's fucking. Yeah, it. I'm done. We gotta have a whole nother podcast to record after this. Just FYI, people. Um, I'm not sure when or how it happened, but I've become a bit of a horn honker when I'm driving. Horn honker. Horn honk. Horn honker. Wow. And this is a positive shout out. I'm not anti shouting no. to horn honking. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Very necessary because. Yeah. 
I'm not a guy who sits in busy traffic and honks out of frustration. It's really about people being dumb and not paying attention out on the road. All right. And when I'm waiting behind somebody, the light turns. I'll give it a couple minutes. I'll give it a couple moments. Okay. But you better let your foot off that gas and get it moving. Okay. Or else you're going to get a nice beep from me. Yeah. And a nice beep. A nice, nice beep. Beep. Yeah. A nice, polite beep. Mm-hmm. I also I, think yeah. I like the sound of the horn on my car. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's always helpful. <laughs> I don't like the sound on my car right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think it sounds very good. I mean, here it's like, if somebody's not moving, it's a never, you never do it. Mm. I do it, but I'm, I do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. And... I'll tell you a story in a second. But there is, like, because there's a lot of, like, country roads in this, you know, like, once you get, like, 15 miles from my house, the main highway turns into, like, one lane road, right? Mm -hmm. So, and there's just, like, a million little country roads. So you can get stuck behind some fucking tractors and slow cars and that stuff. So sometimes you'll see a car you're stuck behind. That's really slow, and that's their business. They want to take it slow. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but then sometimes they'll like slow down and pu- like pull over as much as they can to sort of let you by. Mm-hmm. And when you whip by, you know, you just give them a little burp, burp, like thank oh, yeah. you <laughs> for the shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Thank you for that. And one thing I see here a lot that I didn't see. A lot in the U.S. is once you pass, you can also do the thank you by once you pass them, yeah. you put on your uh, hazards for like two seconds. Like, oh, that's kind of like nice. Flash the whole lights of like, hey, bud, thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, so are you ever a nice, are you ever like a what's up, thank you honker? I'm not very much of a thank you honker. I am a thank you. I give a nice thank you wave. Yeah. All right. I That's like the, the hazard. American thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like the hazard. Thank you. I've never used that one before, but I might deploy that. Yeah. 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 Um, hazard. Thank you is like, especially in the U.S. is like, whoa. Hey. Yeah. I <laughs> like that. Wow. <laughs> like went on your way to say thank you to me, man. Right there. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, so I like that one, but yeah. so yeah, I'll. I would like to work on my on my thank you hazards. I don't like doing the thank you beep. I think it is still right offensive. You it can, can be offensive. It. You can blow yeah. it. Yeah, right. That's the it's thing. timing. Like you, yeah, it really requires knowledge of your horn's <laughs> pressure and capabilities. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I like the uh, honk behind. And I also just, I think the other one that really gets me is the pullover the slow pullover in the middle of nowhere or if you're pulling out and you don't pull out all the way and you're just sort of like slowly moving but still blocking traffic can't stand it it's like bro (laughs) either pull over and stop or wait till everybody else passes and then pull out or just like go like go 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 my thing is like and we don't need to get in a whole rant about the rules of the road here because that could take all year Uh my shit is like if you you need to understand what right of way is and how we Mm -hmm. should all pay attention to it and obey it because when people 
like slow down, like they're taking a left turn and I'm taking a right turn. I'm trying to like flip it in my head for America. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I no, when I'm taking a left turn, they're taking a right turn. Mm-hmm. We're on the same road, and they stop and they like wave me on, like no dog, you, like you understand the flow of traffic, like this is your, that's your right away, that's uh-huh. your right away, right? Like you need to go. Don't stop and wave me on outside of accordance with the rules of the road, right? Right. We all need to like flow better here. Anyway, that's kind of my shit with that. Um, I also got honked at as a pedestrian the other day, which I felt Ooh. is like the most offensive form. <laughs> were you were you crossing in front of this car, or no. where were you in relation? Get this motherfucker! <laughs> Actually, this is my shout out. Anti shout out to this motherfucker in the f- <laughs> in the fucking Ford Escort or whatever the hell it was. Okay, uh-huh. I'm ru- on a run. Hmm been doing some really good distances lately they opened Great. up a footbridge across mangare or across the mangare and like that way i can do this really nice like loop around the harbor that's like awesome it's great okay but i'm running through the park i'm on like a lot of times i run up to the olympic pools which are like um you know maybe four or five miles away and like do some nice like laps in the pools and then run on back mm-hmm. uh it's a great run but on my way back, I cut through the park, and I'm going through the park, and there is, like, a road in the park, but I'm like, it's a motherfucking park. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's people on the road, there's cars on the road, it's a park. Mm-hmm. I'm running. All of a sudden, beep, beep. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is, like it a, is it two lanes or two-way no, no, traffic? One, one way. One okay. lane, one way. Look, there's like a footpath and then a road and then another footpath. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I get it. I could be running on this footpath over here, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I like the pavement. To be honest with you, I like the pavement. The consistency it's, of the pavement. 100%. Right? There's days I run on grass. There's days I run on pavement. I like to keep it one or the other on the same day. Mm-hmm. I get honked at. I look behind. I'm like, ah, whatever. You know what I mean? So I try to pull over a little bit. And then this dude like, vroom, like zooms. I'm like, I go like this. I give him a like this, which yeah. is like enough of a fuck you to the listeners. I'm like, I'm like holding my hand horizontal and sort of patting the air downwards to say, slow mm-hmm. down. Settle right? down. Yeah. It's like enough of a fuck you, but then it's like, it's like, actually, maybe you should because it's a fucking park, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He sticks his hand out of his car and does the same thing. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm off. I'm like, Jibafangulo. Like, I started yelling at him in Italian. Flipping him off. Fuck you, that's a fucking park. People are looking at me. <laughs> I'm very glad my wife was not there. <laughs> We're like, his wife is in the car. And he's like, uh-huh. he's like, stops. He stops. And I'm like, still running. So I'm like, gaining on him now. Uh-huh. And like he you know, he obviously like wants to lean out his window and yell at me. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of thoughts go through my head. One, I could get a glimpse of the back of his head through his rear window. Looked like kind of a big guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, Ooh. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> look 
okay. How much am I committed to this? Debt? All right, yeah, yeah. How is this going to unfold? <laughs> Secondly, he wasn't getting out of his car. And in my mind, I went like, you're not going to get out of your car. Like, fuck you. Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. At this point, you stopped to yell at me. If you're not going to get out of your car, fuck you. Like, I'm just going. So, like, I run past him again. I'm like, ah, this business. And he tries to, like, yell at something out of the window. And I was just like, fuck it. Uh-huh. So, um, not great on my part. I don't, like, condone my own behavior there. I want to say that. Mm-hmm. Not great on his part. Yeah. So... Anti shout out to the big bald dude in the Ford Escort with his family in the park on a mm. Wednesday, whatever the fuck it was. Honking at runners. Honking at runners. What are you doing? Park. In a park. Yeah. You're in the park. You want to go do big boy car stuff? Get on the road. There's big lots of them. Go wherever you want. Yeah. Go wherever you want, man. Anyway. That was it. Then I veered left. Went on home. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Runners have more right-of-way in a park than anybody, any car, at any time. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. In terms of right-of-way, it goes cars from least to most in a park. Mm-hmm. It goes cars, bicycles. Runners, old ladies, mm-hmm. right? Like kids that's and it. And kids. Yeah, I I get out of the way if there's an old lady there. I'm going around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't need her to move. But if there's a car there, you know, it's like hang on a sec. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my best. You're gonna do your best. That'll be what it is, man. Anyway, I wish I handled that situation a little differently, but that's okay. Uh, if you have anything to say about that or honking, this podcast fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, whatever you want to tell us that. Where are we? What are we? What are we? What are we at? Nolt Podcast, N O L T T Podcast, where no one likes the tuna podcast on Instagram. No one looks, likes the tuna podcast on at gmail.com. Some other shit. Um, Patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. Come to Patreon. Throw us a buck. Listen to our bonus episodes. Vote on our whatever it's called. Tweener. Vote on our in-betweener movies. That's it. That's all you get there. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, We had a thought about doing t-shirts once, but guess what? Not gonna happen. <laughs> um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. Do that. Daryl? Nick? I'm gonna talk to you next week. We're gonna watch Tokyo Drift next week. Guess what? I'm kind of excited. Excellent. Yeah. Till next time. All right.